Welcome to USA Football's Coach and Coordinator Podcast, where top football coaches from around the country share their stories, philosophies, concepts, and strategies to help you get better on and off the field. Now, here's your host, Keith Grabowski. Since 2004, Steve Speck has been the head football coach at Xavier High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. With three state championships, an NFL High School Coach of the Year award, and a 143-57 and record on his resume, Coach Speck has invested heavily into his football program. On USA Football's Inside the Program series, Coach Speck gives back to other coaches by sharing his experiences during his time at St. X. At a time where we're debating whether we play high school football this fall or not, I think we need to go back to the importance of this game and why we play it. And hopefully we can get the games in this fall. If not, I hope our seniors get their senior year in the spring. But regardless, this is something that is bigger than the game, and it really comes across here as Coach Speck shares some of his philosophy and ideas on the game It's bigger than the game, it's bigger than the individuals, and it's very important not just to those players and their families, but I think communities as a whole because football unites, and you're really going to hear some of those ideas here from Coach Speck. Let's kick it over to Coach Speck. My name is Steve Speck. I'm the head football coach at St. Xavier High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm also the dean of students. It's an all-male Jesuit private school. Our enrollment's about 1,600. Been with the program since 93. I graduated in 86, so I was here from 82 through 86. And we won the Ohio State Championship in 2005 and 2007. I take a lot of great ideas from a lot of great people. I go places and I try to find the unique ideas. We have roughly 340 kids in the program, freshman through senior. I don't believe in cutting a kid if he's willing to do everything you ask of him. I don't know that we have a lot of kids that love football, but we have a lot of kids that love the experience that comes along with playing this great game. And and I'm awful proud about that. I have a pretty boring pregame speech. I remind the kids that They have three responsibilities in this world, and it's to love one another, to be the best they can be, and to lean on one another when times get tough. I think those are three keys to pursuing a life of excellence. And every day they leave the locker room, they're gonna see our mission statement. And it's gonna have, obviously, our mission statement, but the last line that's bolded, we want them to be champions in every facet of life, not just football. Football's what we do, it's not who we are. And the kids know that. High school football in the city of Cincinnati, Ohio is pretty special. You see it, the culture begins when kids are young and they're going through all the youth programs around here. It's different. You come to a Friday night game, you're going to see tailgates. It looks like a college atmosphere. There's going to be seven, eight, fifteen thousand people in the stands. You've got the grills going. And I always tell the kids all the time, it's what they do matters and it matters not just to them and their parents, it matters to the community. It matters to talk about culture and it isn't just St. X. I think that The league we're in, the Greater Catholic League South with Muller High School, Elder High School, LaSalle High School, and St. X is as good a league as there is anywhere in the country. I'm not going to say we're the best because (laughs) there are great leagues out there, but, but I think top to bottom, when you look at the level of play and the quality of play, I think it's as good as anybody, and I think that's a testament to the culture when the kids are young and they're playing. And, and you can see it. You walk out of the locker room before a game and there's a tunnel of these little kids with their faces painted blue wearing the St. X gear. 
And that's special. That's really special. You'll see them high-fiving our guys after games, guys taking off wristbands and giving them to the little kids. We're promoting who we are. And uh, I think that's special. It's a pretty diverse culture uh, when you talk about Cincinnati. And, and it, you, I guess I could sum it up in the difference. We have an east side and a west side. And traditionally, uh, the west side was a little more blue collar. And the east side was a little more white collar. And running jokes, there have been comics or comedians that have done comic strips. And one of the deals was you had to have a passport to cross from the west side to the east side or the east side to the west side. The way that the, the city structured, it was a very dense Catholic population. That's why we have so many private Catholic schools. And I could talk about not only the Greater Catholic League South, but the Greater Catholic League Central and the Greater Catholic League North. We have so many Catholic schools around here. And whenever you start talking about faith-based education, it's different. You know, it's different. I've always said I don't know if I would be able to coach necessarily at a school that didn't promote faith, if you couldn't promote faith. That's important. I think that's important to the city. The values of the St. X offense are that we're, we're diverse, we're multiple, that we do a lot. I think we're very blessed. The kids that come to St. Xavier High School, I always say we've got to coach to the least common denominator. I'm the least common denominator. These kids are smart. They, they had to take an entrance exam to get in here. We try to do more with them because we can do more with them. We're not going to see year in and year out incredible speed. We're going to see big physical kids that like to come off the ball. We're going to run the ball. I want people to say that we are tough, that we're a physical offensive line that we're gonna pound the football, play after play after play. You talk to anybody around the city about St. X football, the first thing they're gonna talk about is the defense and how hard the kids play and how fast the kids play. And say, every play, you're gonna see kids taking the right angles. You're gonna see six, seven, eight, nine, ten St. X jerseys on the ball at a time. And I get excited just thinking about that because that's what we're known for. Every grad from St. Xavier High School that ever played football, our colors are blue and white. It's the long blue line, and I tell the kids it stretches back years and years and years, back to when football started at St. Xavier High School. That's what I want them to walk away from. And I always ask the kids, you have one question to ask yourself at the end of every practice, at the end of every game, is have we represented the long blue line? If they walk in here, win or lose, are they going to leave saying, I'm proud of my team? That's what they owe the long blue line. I want those alums leaving feeling good about the product on the field. I want them to see us playing hard, but playing clean, playing the game the right way. And that's why we always talk about it. That's what bomber football is. You know, when the kids get their X's, they have to earn the stripe and the X and the number and the AMDG sticker to go on the helmet. They get it the Thursday before our first game. And when I talk about the X's in their helmet, and I talk about putting it on your helmet, I want you to think about the guys that came before you. And I'll start naming names all the way back to the 50s and the 60s, the 70s, and going through it. And obviously, these kids will remember Luke Keekley. They'll remember Greg Scruggs. You get to some of the older names, there, and I'll tell them, you research them. You find out, because you need to know your culture. You need to know your past, because it's, you're going to be a part of it. The culture of St. X football isn't just on the football field. We talk about it in Leadership Council. We have culture in the classroom. We have culture in society. We have culture in the locker room. We have culture in the weight room. And the only question I'm going to ask you is, what do you think 
a member of the Long Blue Line is going to say when he walks in the weight room? What is he going to expect to see? If he walks in the classroom, what is he going to expect to see? Because that's who we owe. We just them all the time. They didn't earn anything. We have beautiful facilities. Our kids didn't earn any of that. It's everybody that's played before them. It's all the members of the Long Blue Line have earned all of these wonderful facilities we have. And I ask them every day, how are you going to contribute back? We talk about writing a book. Every day you're writing another page in that book. And we're going to close the chapter at the end of every week. How do you want it to read? Because I can tell you right now, I can go back to the Long Blue Line and those guys will tell you about their book. The 92 team was our first state team. They were runners-up. 98 was a runner-up team. 01 was a runner-up team. They had wonderful books. 05 won it. 07 won it. You talk to those guys about how their book reads, they will smile and they will tell stories ad nauseum. What is your book going to say? And every year it's different. I've been blessed in my career to have met a lot of great coaches, to have traveled and visited. And so many coaches have always opened their door to you. And, and you always walk in, they say, hey, I'm going to give you the good, I'm not giving you the clinic talk, I'm giving you the good stuff. And, and I've always appreciated that. And I've always felt that now that I'm an older coach, it's my responsibility to give back as so many coaches have given to me. So the gift is that that now all the years that I was taking and taking and taking, now I get to give back what little knowledge I have. That's, that's a gift. I guess the curse is teams catch up to what you're doing. You know, it's no mystery. You have better players, you're, you have better defense, you're a better coach. But over the years, teams have caught up. You know, are they catching up because they're visiting and getting coached up and clinicking as well? Sure. Are they catching up because they see what we're doing, all the information's out there? Who knows? But I do know this. If we have better football players, it doesn't matter if you run a odd stack, a 4-3, a 50, a 3-4. You know, your kids have to believe in the system. And I think that's one of the things that we've been good at is we are who we are. And we haven't changed. And kids know. They know if you start panicking and changing things, they, we haven't changed. We are what we are. We're better when we have better players, but the scheme is what it is, and we fit the puzzle as best we can and try to take advantage of personnel. But we have been blessed with some great players. I remember in, in 2007, we had a great defense. And it, was, it was one of the best that I, I've ever coached. Greg Scruggs, who I mentioned that plays with the Seattle Seahawks, was a, a five technique for us and Luke Keekley stacked behind him. I'm a good coach right now just because those kids were out there. But nobody really knew about, about Luke. And nobody knew about Greg because it was his first and only year of playing football, his senior year. Freddie Craig had a scholarship to Stanford. Our middle linebacker, Nick Schneider, was going to Yale. Our uh, other stack packer, Evan Miller, was going to Columbia. Joe Richter played for Ohio Dominican. I can go down the line and talk about all these great players that played, and boy, it, it was something special. You give us those guys, you're going to be great. Roll the ball out. We can call the same defense every time. But we have had great players, and we have been exceptionally, exceptionally blessed at the linebacker position. And it's no different now this year with Justin Hilliard, who was a, you know, obviously going committed to Ohio State. He was a top 10 recruit in the country. Great player. Stephen Daniels, who's starting at Boston College. Now Sean Duggan, who's starting at Boston College. And we talked, if Luke wouldn't have left early, it probably would have been three St. Xavier linebackers starting at Boston College in the same year. And, Man, uh, it's, it's weird. Some schools have great quarterbacks, they have great linemen. We always seem to come up with some, some really talented linebackers. Thank you again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. Check out all we're doing at footballdevelopment.com. 
and what we're doing for our youth programs at fdm.usafootball.com.